Hi, this is Ronnie from Everything Vive here, and today I wanted to uh, do something a little bit different for the channel. I wanted to kind of talk uh, a little bit about uh, a game that I played recently by myself, uh, just to kind of, you know, have a chance to talk a little bit more in depth about about a title and kind of highlight it as a separate episode. So this week in this this first episode that I'm doing this on, um, I wanted to talk about Paper Valley. Paper Valley is an excellent example of a game that takes a simple concept and executes it to perfection and, and really, you know, gets what virtual reality is all about. I mean, I think this is a title that, like I said, it takes the, the simple act of throwing a paper airplane and then really identifies, uh, you know, what would be fun about those kind of mechanics using uh, the type of input devices that we have in, in the current on the current VR platforms, and then also accentuates um, everything that, that you know and love about VR to try to take advantage of it to, to its fullest. Uh, Paper Valley is uh, roughly you know thirteen dollars. It's you know twelve ninety nine, and it was released earlier in June of two thousand eighteen. Uh, and you know, really, I mean, it's it's a title for me that I can easily recommend. And and actually, I, I after playing it quite a bit, I would actually recommend getting the version with the soundtrack. It's only about a dollar fifty more. Uh, I think as of the time of this recording, it was around fourteen dollars and 38 cents so i mean just an extra buck or so for the soundtrack in this game which is super relaxing uh super super great at setting setting the mood um you know it's negligible to pick it up so i I think you should you should go ahead and do that or at least look into it if you're interested in purchasing the game so i mean first off uh just some of the things that i noted while i was playing it was the fact that this game was incredibly relaxing uh, like I said, the, the game mechanics work well and are a lot of fun. And whether you're a beginner at the game, uh, just trying to start it out, or you've had a chance to play it for a couple of hours and are, 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 are better at, at controlling the paper airplanes within the game, um, I think it has nuances that work both uh, for, for new players and, and experienced players alike. It was one of those types of games where uh, you kind of just got what you were supposed to do from the very beginning that you you turned on the game. But as you progressed, uh, you started understanding the mechanics a little bit more, and there there really was depth there. There was some challenge. And, and the way the game's kind of set up, I mean, let me kind of break it down. You start in the game, um, recognize, you boot up the game, and uh, you see these paper airplanes kind of flying around around you in the environment. And you can grab them out of the air, kind of catch one of those little airplanes that's flying around you, and then you're able to throw it. And when you throw it, uh, you can once, like, you know, your initial kind of, you know, the momentum that you give the paper airplane and, you know, how you flick your wrist kind of at the end, all of that, um, just like in real life, if you can imagine throwing a paper airplane, that has a a role to play here. Uh, But once you let go of the airplane, you can affect the flight of of the the plane that you've thrown by by moving the the vive wands in, in a certain fashion. So you're able to kind of steer it up or down, and it still behaves as you would expect the type of paper airplane that you're throwing to behave. Uh, but you do have an, an influence on what direction um, it goes. So once you like I said, it's it's a mechanic that does get a little bit of t- it takes a little bit of time to get used to exactly the nuances that you can really 
used to kind of get certain types of airplanes further or, you know, to specific um, points in space that you might not otherwise be able to get using those mechanics. But the game does a really good job of not requiring you to do that kind of stuff up front. And, and even as you get later in the game, I, I think another, another aspect of this game that, that you should really give credit to is the fact that um, it, it allows players that want to uh, want a little bit more of a skill-based experience to kind of mess around with, 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 with uh, different types of airplanes. So you'll, you'll have planes that are kind of standard. You'll have pl- planes that uh, go, go more uh, like kind of, you know, are more, uh, more like gliders. You have more uh, planes that go straight. The ones that are more like tricky kind of go in circles and, each of those planes can be used in different circumstances, but you can also kind of learn how to use the gliders uh, to better effect or, or et cetera. And so um, what, what I was getting at there was that um, early on, the, I mean, essentially you're going to be moving from location to location within the game um, and, and tasked with basically hitting a target in front of you. Sometimes there will be multiple targets. There will be one that's close by. There will be ones that are far away. There will be ones that are, that are low, some that are high. And depending on where you're located in, in the environment, those are all, are all hard placed. Like you'll, you'll essentially be using a form of teleportation, and I'll get into that in a minute. But you, won't, you don't have free movement per se within the environment. You, you, you basically teleport from spot to spot within the environment, and then from each spot, the de- designers have set certain certain targets that you're supposed to hit from each of those sections. And and what I think is pretty brilliant is the fact that they open up more than one of those targets. So usually when you hit a target, you either hit it once or twice. Um, a spot will the the color of the target will the target will disappear, and in its stead. Uh, you'll there will be kind of this like glowy purple uh, like like almost portal looking thing uh, where the target used to be and so the 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 you know the color scheme works to where when you see the targets the targets are all orange you hit the targets with one of the orange colored uh, planes that's you know circling around you uh, once that disappears and the purple portal appears where the target used to be you're then able to use the single purple uh purple plane that's flying around you uh to then then teleport to that area once you've teleported to the new location uh using that purple airplane uh you can then uh you know look around see where the new targets are hit those targets and then again move on to the next location and essentially you know the way the game works is you're moving to look from location to location, hitting each of those targets. And when you hit the targets, um, in addition to creating the new portals to let you to move, move around, uh, it also fills in the environment with, with uh, vegetation and color and kind of brings this valley that's become barren back to life. And so the, the whole purpose of the game is to move through the entire locations, hitting all those targets and, and, and bringing the entire area back to life back to life is more or less uh, how the game kind of progresses. And um, as it comes to life, the, you know, not only does the environment around you kind of morph and, and become more alive, but the soundtrack also um, opens up and, and, and really, you know, accentuates the experience that you're having of, of moving from location to location. And so, yeah, so with, with that brief introduction in mind, I think 
what I, what I was getting to as far as what the game does so brilliantly is the fact that it lets you uh, decide exactly which, which targets you're trying to hit from each location. So, uh, you know, there's usually a, a very obvious, simple target in front of you that you can hit with, with the paper airplane from the location you're standing at. But then there's also usually one or two uh, further away lo- uh, targets in the distance that you can see uh, that are visible from that area, but that you might not necessarily be required to hit uh, from that location. And so if you want, you can kind of, I mean, eventually you'll have to come back and, and hit that, that closer target, but you can experiment. And after hitting the close target, uh, rather than teleporting straight to that location, you can decide to hit a couple other targets that you might be able to see that are further away and use the game mechanics to, to, to throw the airplanes and, and steer them um, you know, in a way to which you, you might be able to hit, hit some surprisingly far targets. And so that's why where skill kind of comes into play as far as, you know, you kind of deciding which targets you want to try to hit, which targets you want to wait until you're closer for. And then, and then in, in addition to that, um, the, the various types of, of airplanes that they give you, you know, the standard glider is, for me anyways, usually the, the most fun way of, of hitting the targets. But um, for certain ones that are, are kind of more difficult to get, it's sometimes advantageous to use the, the faster kind of dart-like uh, airplanes that they provide you, um, which you know kind of makes like hitting straight lines but far, further targets away uh, much easier. And, and the game does a good job of recognizing when you've kind of used up, you know, maybe there's a challenging target in the distance, you've used up a ton of airplanes on it, you're, you're still not hitting it, they'll start kind of spawning you those, those more dart-like planes, realizing that, oh, you're, you're kind of stuck here, 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 we'll give you this kind of, you know, airplane as a little bit of a crutch to kind of get past this part. And so it doesn't, you never really feel like the flow of the game is really disrupted. You never feel like you're stuck in a position where, oh man, like, there's no way I can hit that target. I, you know, I, I'm stuck. I guess I have to turn off the game. Like you never felt, feel that way in this game, no matter how challenging, uh, the, the, the targets are to hit. So, and I, I think all of that is, is very well done. Like I said, some games, especially with these kind of throwing mechanics, they could be too hard or they could be too easy. And either of those things are going to make the, make the experience suffer as a result. But in Paper Valley, it, it re- the game does a really great job of making it feel like you're both challenged, but at the same time that you uh, that you're able to to have fun and and get through things when and not get too stuck. So uh, with that out of the way, um, I'm gonna kind of check back at some of these notes that I had written down because I had a lot of notes. Um, yeah, like I was I was getting to before. Uh, the music and the visual designs, I mean, both of them are complimentary and, and extremely gorgeous. Um, you know, the visuals are simple and stylized, uh, kind of, you know, like kind of solid shaded, not really like cell shaded or anything like that, but, but cartoony in a sense. But they really get, you know, I'm trying to think of some games that like that the the aesthetic, the, the visual aesthetic kind of remind me of. Uh, not quite like Journey or um, some of those those other games, but but similar. I mean, or Flower, for example. Like, the the stylized nature of the environments, really, 
the environment is the biggest character in this game. There, there are kind of characters um, per se, but but really the the star of the show is the environment and how it af- is affected by by your progression through it. And uh, again, it just does a, a, a great job of of kind of you. N- Adding something to a simple mechanic. I mean, I, I'm I, I, I'm really fascinated by this game, and, and I, I really lo- would love to talk to the developers just to kind of see, you know, the stages in which they decided to make some of the choices they 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 did in this game. Because I could see, I mean, just the act of throwing a paper airplane being a fun mechanic that you wanted to experiment with in VR, but then finding the trappings that you would add around that to make the game. You know, such a such a charming uh, experience like this one. I mean, it's like they're not really necessarily, you know, related. You wouldn't necessarily think, oh, of course, you're going to, you know, move around the environment using these uh, by hitting these targets, and the targets will, you know, affect the environment in this way, and you'll feel the sense of regret. Like none of these things, at least to me, you know, not being from a design background. Um, none of these are super obvious choices, but in in Paper Valley, they somehow all, you know, just seamlessly mesh together to make the experience feel like you're really um, feel very satisfying, I should say. So, um, you know, in general, this game is super, super immersive, and uh, I, just to, one of the biggest strengths of this game is the fact that you can tell the developers. Uh, really understood what is cool about VR, not only with the mechanics of, of of actually throwing the paper airplanes, but then a lot of the 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 little effects here and there that add to your sense of presence in the environment. Things like having the planes circle around you before you actually grab them out of the air to throw them was is is such a genius idea, because again, I mean what. Uh, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to make it seem like it's a gimmick or something, but an example would be, you know, watching like a 3D movie in a theater, you know, certain types of effects that kind of jump out at you and remind you that you're watching a 3D movie. Well, you know, you can't help but remember that you're in this place while playing Paper Valley. You can't, you can't forget that that's the case because while you're looking at the environment, you have these little paper airplane just circling around you in 3D space. And so it's a really cool reminder that you're 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 in a place uh you're you're you know in a 3D environment and then to actually incorporate in the gameplay the act of actually like having to catch the airplane uh from midair in order to then throw it is is a really great idea too because it adds like an extra step to that kind of gameplay uh, circle of you know figuring out which type of like you could imagine like you know a a lesser experience would have you kind of select from a menu or something like put, like press a button and choose which airplane in your inventory you want to throw and then throw it right like but instead of doing it that way you have all the airplanes that you have in your in your inventory at the moment so to speak kind of circling around your character and it actually becomes part of the gameplay to to catch one of them out of the air so you you begin by by deciding which airplane you want to use and then grabbing it snatching it from the air kind of catching it and then trying to throw it and control it into the target 
then, you know, once you're done with that, figuring out where you want to go next, you know, grabbing that, uh, that purple airplane that lets you teleport and then throwing that, that, that purple airplane and, and the purple airplane, like it still requires you to throw it, but it doesn't require you to really aim it. The game kind of, you know, understands what you're trying to hit um, as far as a, uh, as far as the teleportation points, and just automatically does it. So there's like enough of that feeling where uh, you're doing something, but at the same time, it, you never feel like you know it's it's annoying or difficult to move from from place to place. And so that's that's a really cool. So like so again, I I was getting into all of those details, but. Another amazing thing that this game does, that Paper Valley does in terms of creating a sense of presence, is the fact that it utilizes the space as well as it does. So again, you can imagine a lesser game um, in VR just kind of using the mechanics of throwing the paper airplanes in kind of a, a flat, static environment. Whereas in Paper Valley, they take advantage of the fact that you're in VR and, and use these teleportation uh, spots to put you into some pretty scary situations, actually. Situations where all of a sudden you'll be standing on top of a, a pillar in the middle of, of kind of like an open, you know, an open cliff area or something, and you feel like, you know, you're just kind of balancing there on this, on the edge of, of, of this pillar, and then having to throw the paper airplanes from there. And you go from, from spot to spot like that, um, really, again, um, increasing that sense of presence, that sense of being in a real space, and, and also adds kind of an uneasiness to the whole experience, adding to the challenge, adding to the sense of fun, and all of these things, like from having the planes around you to the environment opening up when you're hitting these targets to, you know, the, to being suspended in, in, in midair on these, on these small points in space in these beautiful environments uh, just really adds up to an incredible experience. So I uh, hope that wasn't too rambly. I had to, to kind of cut it off a couple of times um, you know, while, while I was in the middle of this to kind of make sure that everything was quiet. Um, but I hope I got the sense across that, you know, that Paper Valley is a game that I would highly recommend. This is a game that, I mean, for the $13 price, I really even think the price point that they picked is, is just perfect. Because sometimes it's a little bit hard to recommend shorter experiences, you know, at that $20 mark. Um, at, thir- at, at 15 or below, I mean, especially a game like this, uh, you know, it's, it, I think it's high praise to say that it was difficult for me to stop playing this game until I finished it, knowing once I knew kind of what I was doing and, and what the game was like. Uh, once I got in there and started really having fun throwing those airplanes at these targets and really seeing, getting that sense of, of moving through the environment and completing these tasks, and then w- once I realized what was kind of in front of me, it was it was hard to, to stop playing. And I played for, for a solid couple of hours without stopping, uh, you know, on my first play, just because... And that's not to say that it'll only take two hours. I, I didn't quite finish the game on my first try. I had to. I had to put it down for other reasons. But like, it's a testament to the game to say that once I started it up, I didn't want to stop. And all of those little things. It's 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 the it's the 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 solid execution and the fact that that this team clearly knows what is intriguing and, and exciting about VR and incorporates it here in such an elegant way that, uh, you know, here at 
at, at everything Vive, uh, at least uh, on my own behalf, I can highly, highly recommend Paper Valley. Uh, it's just a, a super relaxing, super fun, uh, super accessible game that I think everybody should have in their libraries. Mm-hmm.